The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. This is the beginning portion of the Gospel of Mark, and we have some really uh, nice things about Jesus that we also have to make sure we believe. The first thing I notice is that what he does is he comes to teach. It says that he comes to teach the people, and the people were astonished at his teaching. And what this means for us is we have to allow the Lord Jesus to be our good teacher. I think it's a good thing to try to memorize some portions of the gospel. Uh, for example, maybe the Beatitudes, you know, the part of the gospel where Jesus says things like, blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of God, and so forth. If you can remember some of these beatitudes in the gospel or other sayings of Jesus, that'll help him be your teacher, and it will help you to be inspired by his teaching. The other thing we see is that the people go to Jesus. It says here that they came to Capernaum. In other words, the people who wanted to listen to Jesus, they came to him and listened to him. And we have to do the same thing that whenever we are going through our life's journey, we have to make sure that we do turn to the Lord Jesus time and time again. Sometimes we, we don't do that. Sometimes when we're going through some situation we can't figure out what to do, we don't turn to him. We have to turn to him. Now, these are good things, and they're kind of simple lessons. But then we come to something in today's gospel that, to be honest, I have a hard time with. It's something that seems really dark in the mission of Jesus. And he does this battle against what we have in the gospel today, an unclean spirit or a demon or the devil. And this is kind of a scary thing for me. When I think about it, I get scared. I remember about 10 years ago, I was watching this movie that was about demons. It was about exorcism and it was based on a true story about a priest who was an exorcist, and it was called The Rite. And I was watching it in this theater, and I was getting scared the whole time. They had these dramatic scenes of people possessed by the devil and other demons and having the devil talk and things like that through people. And I was so scared. I was, like, holding on to the armrest really tight. And I wanted to run out of that theater. 
In fact, I was with a priest friend of mine also named Father Jason. We had two Jasons sitting next to each other in the theater, and that reminded me of there was a guy named Jason who starred in a horror movie, and he wore a hockey mask, and I think he had a chainsaw or something, and this whole movie experience was really bad for me, and, and um, I left there scared. I really did. And I remember the things I saw in that movie, and I was like, I think I've been traumatized. And then to make matters worse, after this movie, I, I read four books about exorcism. Again, these were books written by priests who had been exorcists, and they told all their dramatic and detailed stories. And I'd read these books at nighttime. And then when I finished reading, I didn't want to put the light out. I was so scared. I didn't even want to put the light on. I was so scared by these books. I shouldn't do stuff like that, but I did anyway. And so when I think about Jesus fighting the demons, I get a little scared. But the thing is, according to the gospel, it's part of his mission, and it's real. Uh, He does come to fight the spirit of evil. You know, in the Bible, the spirit of evil doesn't show up a lot, but he shows up in all of the important parts. In the book of Genesis, we hear him again a couple other times throughout the Old Testament. And then here, as soon as Jesus shows up on the scene and he starts preaching, the devil shows up. And then the devil is mentioned again in the final book of the Bible. And so it's like the spirit of evil is attacking humanity and somehow God in Jesus is going to fight that spirit of evil. It's real, all of it, the whole reality of the devil and demons and the influence of evil on people's lives. And after reading so many books about exorcism and the battle against the fallen angels and the evil spirits, I came up with a list of things that we can get involved in that can put our lives in what I would call a spiritual danger zone, where we start getting close to the evil spirit. You know, in today's gospel, it talks about this man with an unclean spirit. He's got some kind of demon in him. Doesn't mean the man is a bad man. When you first read it, like, oh, that must be a bad man. No, he actually might be a good person, but somehow he got involved in stuff that put him in close connection to the spirit of evil. I want to talk about a few things that we have to watch out for in our own lives that if we don't can bring us into a spiritual danger zone. The first one is unrepented sin. Now, what I mean about that is I'm not talking about when people struggle with sin. You know, people, we're all sinners, and people struggle from time and time again to overcome their own sins. But I'm talking about when you embrace sin, when you run towards it. For example, lying or violence or sexual abuse and drug abuse or or blowing up in anger at people and things like that. When you give yourself over to those things and they take over your lives, you are in a spiritual danger zone. Now, again, I'm not talking about those who are trying to be a good disciple of Jesus, but fall from time and time again. In fact, St. Thomas Aquinas, he said in one of his writings that it is better to limp along the way of Christ than to stride along off the way. So if you ever feel that you're, you're like a disciple of Jesus who is limping towards Jesus, 
that's okay. But if you're striding along away from Jesus, that's a problem. That puts you in a spiritual danger zone. And that's why the Lord Jesus, when he comes, he tells us to repent. When Jesus tells us to repent, he's not saying that so that we can feel guilty or bad about our lives. He's trying to get us to be spiritually more healthy. So we have to watch out for unrepented sin, sin that takes over our lives. Another thing we got to watch out for is getting involved in occult things. Now, the word occult has to do with kind of like um, superstitious things. Something like the Ouija board. You heard of the Ouija board? That thing is actually, it could be a gateway to a spiritual danger zone of evil. Psychics. Now, when I say psychics, I'm not talking about psychology or psychiatry. I'm talking about things like fortune tellers and tarot cards and palm reading and mediums. You know, I found out that a lot of people, when, when they think about one of their loved ones who has passed away, they go contact a medium who tries to communicate with the dead and give them information. We can't do that. In fact, in the Old Testament, someone tried to do that, and God said, no, you can't do that. And we have to put all our trust in the Lord and pray to him. Got to watch out for that stuff, that psychic stuff. And I found out people today also practice voodoo, even in our country. And you got to watch out for that. Even if we do these things with good intentions, it's going to lead us to a spiritual danger zone. Sometimes I've encountered people who things are going out of control in their lives and they can't figure out why. And you start looking at their life story and you realize, oh, wait a minute, it started when you went to a medium. Remember that time you went there eight years ago and you didn't think it was a problem, you were innocent, you were naive, you weren't doing anything bad in your mind and something happened to you that caused a lot of things to get out of control in your life. We gotta watch out for that stuff. That's a spiritual danger zone. One other thing I wanna mention and this, in my opinion, is probably the most dangerous thing we can get involved in spiritually. It's unforgiveness. It's when we don't forgive others. This is something that we all can get into, isn't it? Every one of us can. You know, I've discovered, unfortunately, that the longer we live in this world, the higher the odds someone is going to hurt us. And some people can hurt us either through their negligence and weakness, others can hurt us through their malice. Whatever happens to us, what happens is someone hurts us and then we're wounded. And then every day after that, we think about what they did to us. In our minds, we, we, we say it over and over again. They did this, they said that. They were supposed to do this and they didn't. They're failures, they're so mean to me, they trampled my life, they wrecked my life. And you go on and on constantly. It's like a song playing in the background of your mind all the time, what someone did to you to hurt you. And you feel hatred for them in your heart. You might not say you hate them, but you feel it. When you think of them, you feel it. Well, that's unforgiveness. You know, Jesus tells us that we have to forgive. In fact, in the Our Father prayer, he puts it right on our lips. We ask God to forgive us 
to the degree that we forgive others. If we put that petition in the Our Father prayer, it means forgiveness is really important. And if we don't forgive others, then what happens is their sin not only has hurt us, but it starts to live within us. Unforgiveness, when we don't forgive, that's a spiritual danger zone, very bad. Forgiveness is like a shield that we put around us. You know what that is? Is someone hurts you, but your shield of forgiveness prevents them from getting into your soul. You still feel bad, you still feel wounded, and you are, but you don't have hatred in you. Your soul is still like it was when you were a child, pure and innocent. You've got to have forgiveness. Forgiveness is probably one of the most powerful shields that we have against the spirit of evil. And finally, one other thing I want to mention that puts us in the spiritual danger zone is arrogance. Arrogance is when we, we put ourselves above God or above others. Recently, there was a feast day in the church for St. Anthony of the Desert. And, and there's a lot of interesting writings about him. St. Anthony lived a real long time ago. And um, he was a monk and kind of a hermit. And, and there's a story about him that I'll never forget. And I don't know how this story was recorded, but somehow there was a story about a spirit of evil, a demon approached St. Anthony. And the spirit of evil said to Father Anthony, Oh, Brother Anthony, you have a reputation for, for staying awake all night so that you can pray. Well, Anthony, I never sleep. And the devil said to Anthony, Anthony, you have a reputation for fasting and denying yourself all kinds of physical pleasures and comforts so that you can be spiritually strong. Well, Anthony, I never eat. And the devil said to Anthony, but Anthony, you have defeated me because you have humility. And with that, the spirit of evil stayed away from him. Humility is like spiritual nuclear power. Jesus tells us in the gospel somewhere that we have to be like little children. In other words, we have to, to accept life as it comes to us, and we have to trust that God is caring for us and believe that life is good because God blesses us and God sees us. Humility is so necessary. We have to look upon others as if they're better than us. We don't want to look down upon anyone. So brothers and sisters, in today's gospel, we have this revelation that the Lord Jesus is doing battle against the spirit of evil. And if you notice, whenever he does this battle, he always emerges victorious. So what we have to do is stay close to Jesus. This battle's real, but our captain, our savior, is Jesus Christ the Lord. If we work on avoiding the spiritual danger zones that I've mentioned and stay close to the Lord Jesus, then we are in his light. We are safe in the light of Jesus Christ, and we have nothing to fear.